Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It's podcast time. I'm Steve Hall, joined by Ross Chandler and Jay Pearson for this one today. And we've got absolutely tons to talk about. We've got loads of games coming up for the Reds thick and fast. And we've also got a situation, a contract situation, but it isn't Mo Salah. It's Sadio Mane. Neil Jones wrote an article about it a few days ago. We're going to touch base on that as well. Uh, we've got plenty. So guys, thanks very much for joining me. Um, before we start, as usual then, well, before we start talking about the footy, we've got some kickoff questions. But the first one, to be fair, is Liverpool and football related. Um, anyone who's watching along, by the way, get your answers in the ch- live chat as well. Or if you're watching as one of our Club Legends subscribers, if you use the Discord chat, you guys can get involved too. Um, first question, Ross, I'll come to you with is, what Liverpool player would you like to get if you were doing Secret Santa? And what would you buy him? I've had a good think about this. Okay. And there's several players that I would like to pick, but I'm going to go with uh, Nari Keita. I'm going to get him two presents. One of these, because A, marketing. For the audio listeners, yeah. Ross is <laughs> flaunting the, the yeah. Nabila jumper. Um, but also, I'm going to buy him, if we can get one on eBay or from other or some other site. Remember the old, the first, um, like, not, not AirPods. What's the fucking call these for you called? Headphones? No. The fucking, <laughs> I, not iPhone, the fucking thing before. It's gone iPad, iPod? iPod. 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 There you okay. Go. But old school, because he has the AirPods, it's like fucking shin pads. Right, I'm okay. I two of the old school air, you know, iPods. iPods, yeah. iPods, the brick, brick one, so he doesn't get injured all the time. Could you not just buy him shin pads? Yeah. No, I'm sticking with the theme. Yeah, yeah, no, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, fair That's enough. not as funny, is it? No, but it, you, it would have been funny if I remember what a fucking AirPod. Yeah, iPod, I was going to say, it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't that funny anyway. Was it not? No, f- okay. F- okay. I'm about to navigate his shin pads so he doesn't get injured. <laughs> 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 oh, ho, ho, ho. Brilliant. Jay, what would you... <laughs> <laughs> Who are you buying and what are you buying them? I'm buying Jurgen Klopp, a compilation of the greatest heavy metal anthems of all time. And that jumper. And this jumper, obviously. <laughs> yeah, because Mosey's favourite player. <laughs> oh, this is. Here we go. This turned into an infomercial. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm not sorry, against sorry, gang. Do me job. Sorry, gang. I'm not against We're going to get shouted at. Um, yeah, so I'm buying him a compilation of heavy metal tracks because I'm a big heavy metal fan, so it'd be nice to see what we uh, what we have in common that way. Do you think he's into heavy metal? He absolutely is into heavy metal. He's got to be. You think so, wouldn't you? He's okay. got to be. Looking in the comment section, I've got I've got my answer as well, but I'm going to go in the comments. So Liam Lauren says, he buy Trent a captain's armband so we can get used to being the Liverpool captain for the future. He can just wear it around the house. Just, he would, wouldn't you? Just model it, get his biceps the right size, make sure it fits. And then John it's, Cena style. Buy him a, like a swimming armband and just write C on it. <laughs> just to be cheap. Oh, well, just so I'm walking around the house with one armband yeah. on as well. And then, see, I was thinking, and I was on a similar 
veins you, but more so with I'm thinking Curtis Jones, a nice pirate eye patch. Obviously, oh, okay, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, I don't know what he's wearing. I would, I think he'd look like, like a maybe a, a skull and crossbones hat as well. Because if and you, that it, jumper. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my believe his jumper. On sale now. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, but no, uh, Sorry. I, yeah, I think a, a nice, if, if he's gonna have to wear an eye patch anyway, he might as well look fucking cool doing it. And pirates look cool. Mm. Maybe, maybe even the whole outfit. You get the, the the peg leg, the parrot, the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, like, you can go full Captain Jack. Yeah. Captain Curtis. Why pirates go pirates? You've redeemed yourself. Thank you very you've much. redeemed yourself from your horrendous joke. Anyway. Argos. <laughs> oh, Bod says, I'll buy Mo a fountain pen so he can go and get that contract. Top of all from Oddball, yeah. well done. And yeah. then he can lend it to Sadio, he says as yeah. well. So yeah, we'll, <laughs> I mean, I'll cross that bit later. Yes, yeah, it's, it? it's yeah. a good answer, but I mean, again, I don't think he hasn't, I don't think he hasn't signed his contract. He can't find the pen. I think there's more to it than that, but it, who knows? Maybe at least what we're doing, now, if we give him the pen, we're at least ruling out that that is the reason. Yes. It's one less reason. If he's like that, he's like, oh, I can't find a pen. I, I, I can't, like, if you ask a girl for your number back when we were young, before mobile phones, <laughs> and she'd be like, I haven't got a pen. Sorry, I haven't got a pen, you sorry. That. Yeah, a lot. You got a pen behind the bar? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Can't get you. Yeah, I remember once <laughs> being out on County Road and, I, and we, asking a girl, can I have a number? And she went, no, I haven't got a pen. And I ran to the Argos. <laughs> to steal right. a little blue one <laughs> to steal a little blue pen I came back and she fucked off <laughs> so I got right I'll take that hint anyway yeah so fair enough um, and then the second question I don't know any of you guys were aware of the so you should be social media Ross but last night one of the, the Twitter spaces went off it was absolutely boom and it was a singer dialect basically anyone could jump on sing a line of a song with the host um a lot of famous people were in the chat as well. Uh, Declan Rice was in there at one point. Was a, uh, I was in there big time, obviously. Uh, <laughs> me and Nigel Farage were in there. <laughs> I can't believe how quickly it blew up. Yeah, Unreal. rugby players, footy players, the whole world. I when I was on there, I didn't sing. Obviously, I had no chance. But Lethal Bizzle sang a bit of his one of his songs, oh. or rapped a bit of one of his songs. That you put it. So, if you were in that Twitter space last night, Ross, and you were asked to perform a song. What song would you have sung? Do I have to go along with the dialects? I don't, you can be, I don't think there is a wool song, is there? You can be you, mate. You sing whatever okay. you want. Uh, do you know what I'd probably go with? I'd probably go with a bit of, bit of Morrissey's depressing it is, is, but I can, do, I can do quite a good Morrissey impression, which I'm not going to do here because uh, I don't want, don't want the show to get demonetised for a copyright strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Morrissey's probably... He needs the dough, doesn't he? He's not having yeah. a few issues anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be doing him a favour. Again, let us know in the chat room, where's, uh, in, the, in the live chat, rather, what you guys would pick as well. What would you have sung? If you were in there and you happen to sing a song as well, feel free to let us it's know. It's also quite easy to write a Morrissey song. It's just all that depressing, isn't it? It's just mum, mumble along, yeah, 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 yeah. melody. You'll be fine. Yeah. Huh? You'll do okay. Nailed Jay, that. I'm guessing it's going to be rock, heavy metal. Yeah, probably. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to go new metal. I'm going to go Limp Biscuit break stuff because the lyrics to that, I just don't like Twitter spaces. So I'll just be screaming oh, that. Yeah, yeah that's, what it, that's what it'd be. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I like some fella sang Sweet Caroline. I fucking hate that song. Yeah. It's horrible, isn't it? it so, and, yeah, there was a bit of a um, shaggy, it wasn't me, which I was. I appreciate, oh, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I think the lad who sang it had his girlfriend in the background going, well, wasn't me. Oh, yeah, nice. was, that was quite good. I might do me party six super bass by Nicki Minaj because I can do that. As much as I love heavy metal, I can actually embarrassingly do that. So I'll probably just throw that out there. Yeah. Mine in the mirror be, to yourself. Well, <laughs> do it one day. I'll show you. Mine will be um, My Humps. By the black. Oh, <laughs> your lovely lady loves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh Shakira, my hips don't lie. Yeah. Either way, it's gonna be about my voluptuous body. Was that not a waste though? <laughs> because 
we could only hear you do that on Twitter Spaces, and you know. I'd want to see the music yeah. video. I'd, I'd, well, yeah. I'd, 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 I'd want to see you in the wrestling ring or whatever I'd, it was. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd video it and as well. Chapped, I'd get What else? TikTok. I'd put it on TikTok. Yeah. That's what the young people are doing. TikTok. TikTok. Get it on TikTok. Me, yeah. So uh, that's what I would definitely be doing. I would go for a bit of Shakira. And a, Maybe we should do a karaoke for the Christmas night out. The Red Men Christmas party. Who do you think would be the best on karaoke? Chris. Yeah. Yeah. He's got yeah. such a good musical background, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, no, so it's Brain, so of, um, Tom and Si, actually. Well, Si can actually play instruments as well. Yeah. But, no, but I think, yeah, I know, but I think, if you turned up to, I think if you turn up to karaoke with an instrument, you're automatically a blurt. <laughs> you, you, you can't rock up to a karaoke bar and just whip. Oh, oh, oh am I singing? Am I? Oh, no. I just happen to have my guitar. Go like, get yeah, the you, guitar. Can't, you can't have yeah. that. You can't have that. Plus, Tom and Si would lose that guitar if we're on our Christmas night out. Let's bring a guitar with him, but I'm guessing they've got experience in Or it would be sold to, when they run out of money to fund more alcohol purchases. Like, oh, as my skin's got no dough, like, buy me yeah. a guitar. <laughs> so, or they could busk with it. Say, Tom, get your guitar ready for the Christmas night out. Uh, anyway, let's talk about some footy. Yeah. But first, oh. no, actually, but first, oh. I want to show everyone at home. We are one week away from the end of our three month offer on the Red Men Plus. I'll give you more details about that and how you can go and sign up and everything about it in a minute. But if you want to know what Red Men Plus is, have a watch or a listen of this. Hey everyone, May Cheer. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the redmentv.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears. The redmentv.com, sign up there today. I, I want to talk about Ross about the next couple of weeks because it's an interesting week for Liverpool. Um, given now, when we looked at the calendar about four or five weeks ago, this cal- it looked really congested. It was like big games, like almost must-win games, a run of must-win games because the opposition were playing. The fact is, Liverpool boxed themselves off so quickly in the Champions League that, in effect, two of our next five games are not well. The fact on mean English, there's nothing riding on them for us. Obviously, there is for the opposition, but in the middle of those, there's a home game against Southampton, an away game against Everton, and a away game against Wolves, where you think they must win games. Yeah. So, I suppose the, the the first question is like Liverpool need to set themselves up for the Christmas period. Mm-hmm. Could everyone go, oh, the Christmas period is busy, it's busy, but we've still got to be in the race before we even get to that, you know, yeah. to the crux of it. So, with that being said, Ross, and I know you spoke about this briefly on on the, on the build up as well, but like. What significance, if any, is this Porto game? Is, the, is it a momentum builder, a momentum continuer because we're coming off the back of an amazing result? Like, what, how, What's your overall thought process around this Porto game? Uh, I am very much on the fence, which you know, I'll, get, I'll get a sore arse for doing that. But yesterday, I, I was like, it, the dead, dead games, I'm not arsed. There's the fear of all the injuries that we've got. There's the fear of last season of the injuries. There's the fear of what happened to Diogo Jota and him getting injured in a meaningless game, which I still haven't let go. I don't want that to happen again, but I also understand the fact that when you talk about momentum and riding the crest of a, of a wave and, and stuff like that, there's there's plenty of players in there that need game time and we need to get back into fitness and for rhythm. But because it's so busy, I don't want people to put themselves into the red zone. I don't want them to get the probability of, of injury to go higher. I know I mentioned on the on the build-up for me since yesterday that Mo Salah never gets injured, which I know was stupid, and I, I don't apologise because it's not my so, fault. So she would. So yeah. she would. Um, but, you know, if you're going to play him for in a game, it's just a thing that's going to happen. If someone gets injured, it's going to be, I told you so. 
Do you know why have you done that? It's stupid. And then what does that mean for the, those fixtures? Because we've got ourselves in a position in the Champions League where they don't matter. So we've worked hard and we've earned that. Why do we always want to go finish, like get your games done quickly so you can rest and you can rotate and you've got the advantage? You've earned that. Yeah. Make the most of it. Um, and then like because all the because the league is so tight and because all every every Premier League game from game one is must win. Right, don't play Mo Salah against Porto. Don't play him. I get this nostalgic stuff. Someone I saw someone on Twitter yesterday going, I'm sure the players want to play in the San Siro. I get that. But don't just take yeah. them, sit on a bench and soak up the atmosphere and and whatever else but for, for me personally uh, Klopp won't do it I think Klopp will go a lot stronger than, than most of us think or most of us would want to but for me it's have people 100% for Wolves have them 100% for Southampton just go and absolutely dick Everton everywhere because like they're, they're, in, they're in a bit of trouble at the minute and then you got this, then you start December on, on a good run then that's the thing Jay like, I'll be honest how you, how you feel about this I'll, I'll speak how I do but like, I don't think if we if whatever happens against Porto because I imagine Regardless, there will be changes. Like there will be young players. I imagine Deco Williams definitely plays. Yeah. I imagine Tyler Morton definitely plays. Uh, maybe you might get a, a Beck or a Bradley or you know uh, a Balgazi or a Blair, uh, Blair. Obviously, Gordon can't play. But so there will be changes. So I don't. I don't see that it would be a momentum killer regardless of the result yeah. because it's not Liverpool's team. Like I would almost see the run being Arsenal, Saints. Yeah, Everton Wolves. Yeah. Almost, I mean, like, is that how you feel about it? Like, it, it, I don't, I don't, I get that you want to build ahead of steam up, but I'm not sure how much I would put into the portal because it's not going to be Liverpool's team. Absolutely, leapfrog it. That's the way in my mind I am. I'm not getting myself right up for it for tomorrow at the end of the day. You know, we'll, we'll be there at the ground, absolutely having a good time, but it'll be a case of, okay, yeah, sound, let's get three points if we can. Well, there's that two million pound payday that people are talking about as well, but I want to see Martin Bradley and Beck. We don't spend that £2 million anyway, Jay. Oh, I know. That. Oh, yeah. God. That, 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 Another conversation. That, that argument does my head in, by yeah, the way. Not, not, the, not the not spending. Oh, there's money riding on That's it. That's what I mean. It's, it's, me I don't... Well, well, Klopp said it, didn't he? He's yeah. like, because obviously after we qualified, he's like, well, there's, there's, there's meaningful games there with obviously money, but like what he says and what he thinks are two completely Correct. different things. Yeah, and we that. talk about momentum and, and the field goal factor and stuff. It's great if we beat Porto. But what happens on the off chance that someone who's significant, you know, in the midfield and front three in particular is where we're short, yeah. does get injured? Don't want it. To what's, what's the field goal factor then? What's, yeah. what, what's more damaging? They'd be like, oh, we'll sacrifice. That. I'd rather have him fit than have two million quid. That'll be the next argument yeah. all over social. So, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm the same as you, mate. I want to see a young side that are chomping at the bit to get on. I want to see. Martin Bradley Beck, you know, sounds like a solicitor, that doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, when you're getting divorced, Martin Bradley Beck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not divorced, by the way, yeah. not yet. Um, so, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that happening. And I have a number of you, do. Of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I live, you go around. That's like, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, mate, just leapfrog it, crack on. It's all about the league. We yeah. need them points. We're four points behind Chelsea, we need to crack on. And but, also, there's, there's people like, again, depending whether they're fit or not, tacking these game time. Oxley Chamberlain, I think we'll get a game. Divica Rigi. Um, yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's just plenty of players. Nat Phillips, Canarsie. It's enough to beat Porto, yeah, it's enough. Yeah, I was looking here, so we've had a, 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 a super chat rather from It's Crossbow, who says, I'd love to see Conor Bradley get more games. I'd be fine. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be fine. He can play right, he can play wing or, or full-back, regardless, he can do both. Owen Beck's done similar. Necho yeah. Williams, can do, I think there's enough there. And again, another sh- a chat here from our boy again, who says, you know, it's probably more fun when we win with kids anyway. It's something different yeah. to watch. I agree. Like, that Everton game was a bit fun. Oh, it was class. Because, right? because it was, and it, to be fair, that was a meaningful game. The, the flip side, Ross, then, is I'm looking at the, the what, what's to come. That's the reason I'm, obviously, I'm with you on the Porto resting players. So I say, we go Saints, Everton, Wolves. If Liverpool want to be champions, they probably need nine points. Yeah. At, seven at the max. At, sorry, at the minimum. Mm-hmm. And that's a, 
depending on how everyone else does. Chelsea have got Juve at home uh, this week. I think it's tonight, actually, yeah. um, as recorded. And then they go Man United at home, Wofford away, West Ham away. Um, and Manchester City have got West Ham at home, Steven Gerrard, Aston Villa, as, that, mm. as they're now known away, mm. and Wofford away. Like Again, both of those teams are excellent, and they, they, they are very much probably thinking the same, like, we can get nine from there. But they're all games. I could see Chelsea maybe dropping points at West Ham like we did. Yeah. Uh, Man United, who knows? New manager bounce. What for the way? Listen, I know Man United got to be there, but you'd expect Chelsea to go there and City to go there. But yeah. even then, City go to Villa, which won't be easy, I don't think. Get a resurgence. Villa West Ham at home, who knocked them out of the Carabao Cup uh, at that ground not not long ago. So the the scope for those teams dropping points again. The scope for us dropping points because it's a derby and it's Wolves. Typically difficult games. So I mean, my thing is, if Liverpool can go and get those nine, it could be that, as I say, when we start getting into the real thick of December, we could be very, very close to Chelsea, if not right by them. Maybe there's a little gap to City or something. So it, those fixtures look like they, they could be kind to Liverpool if we can get our business done. Well, that's the hope, isn't it? Certainly with West Ham, isn't the fixture that kind of stuck up there. You know, if you drop points to these teams, you just hope that you can take something from, from your rivals and, and the people that are around you. And also, I think Chelsea and City, I think they're near enough qualified, but they've still got meaningful games in the Champions League, which therefore means that they have to go stronger. I know they've got squad City depth. play PSG. Yeah, yeah. they've got the depth, and that's yeah, to the Etihad, isn't it? Um, but also, I know I mentioned this a few times, and I wrote, wrote a piece last week of like, you know, Chelsea... Drew at home to Burnley and City lost at home to Crystal Palace. Like these teams can can drop points, they can have their off days, and you know what teams like West Ham can catalyze on that. Man United just there's going to be no manager bounce there at all because they don't have a manager who's got the assistant coach that, that, that's in there. So I, I take no no positive from that. But you but you never know. Sometimes you you end up watching soccer Saturday and you go oh, fucking hell, someone's taking you by surprise. Then a bit like Crystal Palace and Burnley, which I've just I've just mentioned there. I have repeated myself a lot a few times, but I think it's important for us to remember. Like you're getting out there, the teams around us can drop points. You know, where's where's the focus? You know, other teams can pick up injuries as well. You know, Chelsea have got a few. Look at Man City, the team that they put out on the bench that they had at the weekend as well. It's still strong. It's really still a really good side. But also, you know, we focus on on our bench and what's all going wrong for us. What the teams can have off days as well. I've got a few comments here from the from the live chat. So we've got Beijing. I think it's Beijing. Pop says here, Klopp will go stronger than most because he'll want to maintain the integrity of the competition. Which I think Paul mentioned that on the Umbu show as well. Um, Crossbow says I would play Kelleher, Bradley, Kanate, Phillips, Shimakas, Hendo, Morton, Ox, Salah, Arigi, Taki. I'm I'm okay with most. Of that. I, I want most Salah nowhere near this game. Or Jordan Henderson. I don't mind Hendo because I think he could do with the minutes. I'd put Robertson in for Shimakas if he's doing that as well. It may be, but, but again, we don't know Robbo is. I, I don't. I don't think. Yeah. Any, I don't think you risk Robbo. You can't be hundred percent. Yeah. I think it makes sense to give Endo half, like he did with the Joel Matip, Nath Phillips thing. Yeah, and that's the thing we mentioned the yesterday. There's, there's five, five, subs. five subs you can use as yeah. well. So he's like, he's. We, there might be a, a massive fear of people looking at the team sheet and going, "Oh, fucking hell!" But most of I might only play 40, yeah. 45 minutes. If Neko Williams was fit, I'd. Go, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't even mind Neko playing on the wing for where most Salah was, for example. Because I don't care. Like you win, I don't I care. Thought, and, yeah. Good. Yeah. and he has done that. He's been doing that job for Wales. But I, he's the, he did it in the Carabao Cup game, didn't he? Last 10, yeah. Is there anyone who you just do not want on the pitch, Jay? Like, regard, like we say, but is there anyone you just go, he he cannot be on the field? Fabino, yeah, <laughs> number one for yeah. me. Uh, Mo Salah, yeah, 100%. And Trent, yeah, Trent. I, I'm, I'm going with and Virgil as well. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. I don't expect him to play anyway. Alison, I'm not bothered, yeah. I think, no, no that, yeah. See, I don't expect Virgil to play, I don't expect but, him to play, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be fuming if Alison was in goal, like, I, I, yeah, but I would. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, so, I, don't, I, don't, I don't live in a world where I don't want to live in a world where something happens to him. Because you, you got him the Michelin fear. Yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, that's a new thing. I, I, I like I like Keller. I think Keller is brilliant. But then you're okay. only then you're only one goalkeeper away from having Adrian goal. I don't want to live that life anymore. I would start Keller, but I'm not gonna. Like, I, 
I think I'm pull. If Mo Salah yeah. plays, I'll be like, what is going on? Yeah. I get, I'm getting Diogo, Jota and Michelin vibes all over yeah. him and some fellas just absolutely crunching Because what we've got to remember is, it's a big game for Porto. And I'm speaking later um, on the Redmen Plus to a Porto a journalist, Portuguese journalist rather, Portuguese-based mm. journalist. He's English. Um, and it's a big game for Porto in that group because Atleti are playing AC Milan at the same time. And one of them are going to drop points if Porto can come beat Liverpool. They're placing the group is like they're really in a strong position. There's a chance they could be pretty much qualified depending on how the other game goes mm. as well. I think if AC Milan beat Atletico and both Porto beats us, and if Porto beats us, yeah. they take them to eight. So they, they'll be, they're, they're thinking it could be job done. So they're mm. going to be up for it. And that's my worry is that if you've got lads on the pitch who are looking after themselves a little bit, Ross, and you're just not that as quite committed to a tackle with some of our lads, it's only natural that why would they put my foot in there? And I'm just, you can get hurt. Yeah. And, and, well, not even, not even that when you were talking. I was thinking Porto are going to be bang up for it. That's what I'm saying. It's a combination of both. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're flying high. I think they're joint top with um, Sporting Lisbon in, in, in the league and they're, they're unbeaten. So they've got to be full of confidence. But also, like you said, you know, it's. Is it a good time to play Liverpool and since Liverpool do rotate and they've got a good opportunity to beat us? Mm. And what does it say? Like they're a Portuguese Berlin or anything like that? Because I don't think they are. But also, if you've got a, a spot, a chance to go in the, you know, the, the latter rounds of the Champions League, you give it everything that you've, that you've got. You know, they don't really care about if Mo Salah gets a, gets a knock or Jordan Henderson or anyone like that. So, and I wouldn't blame them either. Yeah, a few um, more comments. I'm going to go to here. Sorry, I've got his cross for I wouldn't play Matip either. He's having an incredible season. He's really prone. I tend to agree. Yeah, yeah. I think I wouldn't I wouldn't hate a Canate Matt Phillips back too. No. Obviously, Joe Gomez is out, isn't he? Um, and then we've finally, we've got Andy who says, I would play Keller. It's good to keep his career progress going. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree on that one as well. Um, Going back to these the, the league run then because we can like I say we're bookending these games by what I'm calling mean English fixtures Ross but those three in the middle mm-hmm. Southampton at home which uh, last year we won yeah we won at Wolves but we we only drew at Everton so if we want to obviously comparing to last season we obviously because where we finished in the points total we need to be much better the, the, the Everton game is the one where you look and thinking. That's the, there's, there's, there's the other chance to get plus two. The other two have to be wins. You have to win at home in Southampton. You have to go and beat Wolves. Yeah. But the Everton one, if you're looking at how Liverpool improved much on their total from last year, plus two is go to Goodison and beat a, what's essentially a dire Everton team at the minute who've got, just got yeah. 11, I think they've got a full team out injured They're in dire streets. Mm. How far ahead are you looking to the derby when you're, so you've got Southampton at the weekend and then the derby's midweek. Like, do you, do you expect them to go full strength, bang, bang, Southampton, Everton, or are you going to see a lot, Fair few changes for Saints at home because Cops tend to do this in the past. Like there's a random Saturday game where you just see Neco Williams playing at right back, or you see like Canates dropped in or something. You know what I mean? Or do you see him going bang, bang, bang? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd go full strength for the for the whole lot. You know, there's just too much riding on on games. Don't want complacency. And it's not. I know it's not complacency if Klopp does does, does rotation, puts a, like a Neco Williams or someone in there or Canati because it happened at Old Trafford and our heads fell off. And actually, he was boss because he's a 36 million pound defender. So we're all right. We've got the squad that we can use it. I just want people to be managed in the sense of I won't play the same eleven each time. But we start getting bodies back, particularly in the midfield. And you know, Curtis Jones is coming back. Thiago's come back in. Henderson's come back in. Fabinho's come back. God knows what's going on with with Navigator. But use those plays as much as you can to prepare them for the last stages in, in December and, and whatever else we've got going on. Southampton have just lost to Norwich. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So they're not in a great position either. The, the confidence of that team will be on, on the floor. We go in toe to toe with Chelsea, Man City, and we, we do it. We've already started doing it for the past six, seven, eight weeks of going. You look for Liverpool's result, you watch the game, then what's your next thing? I'll do Man City get on. I'll, I'll do Chelsea get thing, on. Yeah. Just fucking go. Don't worry about anybody else and just put them, put all these teams to bed. Everton's another great, great one. I think they've just lost. Um, Leon, not Leon Bailey. Um, who's the forward that they got? 
for he's been injured for six weeks as well. For Demari Gray, Demari sorry, Gray, yeah. Gray's out. They've got there. honestly the yeah. whole team. The whole yeah. team's injured. So you know, and I was talking to lads at Toffee TV yesterday, and it was like. It's bad. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's pretty bad. So, yeah, <laughs> we've been talking about um, playing an extra couple of games next season in the Championship. It's, it's got mm -hmm. things things that bad at the minute. But, you know, capitalise on that. You know, maybe you can afford to rotate a bit, a bit in there, maybe. But, again, I wouldn't. I'd just get as far as you can, get the game done, and then make, make your changes. I know Ross said before, Jay, about looking elsewhere. But I, I'll be honest, I am looking elsewhere. I always look who we're playing on a weekend and then who yeah. they're playing. And is it a chance for us to close a gap? And I say... Southampton at home is a fixture you'd bank on. Liverpool have to win, should be winning, uh, really. So United, Chelsea have Man United. We don't know what that means. If it was all these Man United, you'd, it'd be a yeah, banker, but who so. knows what United are. Where's it at, Old Trafford or? At Chelsea. And then City have got West Ham at home again. Not easy, but not. It's at right, home I don't Chelsea. fancy Michael Carrick to tactically outdo. No, but what I'm saying is, of those way. three fixtures, in theory, Liverpool got the easiest. Again, it's footy's, oh, yeah. not, footy's not played on paper yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, 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 cliche, insert random cliche here, but that is the chance, isn't it? If, 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 if there's opportunities, that it's, it's feasible that those two can drop points, Liverpool just have to get the business now, Southampton. Yeah. And my thinking for the Porto team is, you pick your Southampton team and then you work backwards from that. I'm Jürgen, yeah. yeah, I want this team, I play in Southampton to get three points. How can I make sure they are all 100%? Whatever it means to get an hour, half an hour, don't play a game, whatever. Is that how you see it as well? 100%, mate. I mean, are we are we all playing at three o'clock that week? Pretty much. No, just Man United, Chelsea on telly. Right, okay. Um, so you're going to have that worry out of like playing in the middle and you go, right, okay, well, they've dropped points and now we need to capitalise. There's that extra pressure. Or if they don't, it's like, right, we need to play catch up again. So there's always, there'll, be, there'll be a gap at some point during the day and we'll be shitting ourselves. Yeah. Um, but I completely agree with what you said, Thirsty. You, you play it backwards like a snooker game. We play at, we're the first game. So we're, sun, we're three o'clock Saturday. So as I was saying, lay the market down. So City play West Ham on the Sunday at two o'clock. Man United, Chelsea, Sunday at half four. So like I, say, I don't it, like three o'clock kickoffs. That's the thing that concerns me. And I'm, I'm not sure what was the case with Brighton. Obviously the performance wasn't there. And maybe credit Brighton a little bit, but it's like... A little bit flat. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit that's routine, what concerns me. You, you, can't, you can't do that anymore. Uh, you know, and especially with Southampton, you know, get get to a fast start. You know, like I said before, the confidence is on the floor. Just go and bully them because that's what we should do. And if you've rested players for Porto, you should have players that are bang up for it. And getting players back as well, you know, it's healthy competition there. Jamelin's performances have been a pleasant that's surprise, okay, to, to yeah. be honest. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If he, if he, I don't think he can play. On, I don't think he plays on Saturday, does he? Is he suspended? Who's this? Ox. Is he? I think so. What, no, no, no. Um, I didn't know that. I may I just made that up. <laughs> but also, you know, if he doesn't perform in, in these games, you know, where's where's his game time going to come? So you want that competition to, to kind of be yeah. there. You only get that by putting performances in. So whoever plays Southampton, put performances. The, the last one I come to on the Porto game, uh, Jay. Before we move on to, to Sadio Mane, chat uh, is Curtis Jones put a, um, a cryptic clue on Twitter. that we've seen it. So it was him playing against Porto and it was just an hourglass now we've mm. been told he was out for weeks and stuff but I suppose this is where the Porto game's good for some people like it's a de facto pre-season game for some so if there is someone who's been on a long term injury layoff who needs an hour or needs half an hour because we've got five subs again we don't know the status of Curtis Jones James Milner was close to the return if he's got game. an eye patch just play him still <laughs> yeah amazing I'm fine. I'm I'm right yeah, yeah that, play yeah. him one eye it's fine yeah. um, James Milner looked like he was the closest of the others to mm. come back as well. Naby Keita was pretty close as well. I suppose the benefit of a meaningless game is you could give people a run out, effectively give them a run before Southampton, so they're not getting thrown straight back in. They might have had half an hour of footy under the belt, and then that might give them a better chance of being a starter at Saints. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'd love to see Milner back. I think this, this 
game against Porto screams Milner if he can if he can make it. Um, I think that's definitely one of the you know more level headed people that we need on the pitch for for that that, for that type of game because um, he will drag you over the line for three points if it gets to that. Um, but yeah, it's all about getting the minutes in, isn't it? But the, the risk I don't want is because of these players that are injury prone going back in for half an hour and then they pick up another knock. And then you've got then you've got another problem. Yeah, I suppose the that's flip, my only worry. It's got no. They've got to be signed off. They've got to be under. Yeah, exactly saying off. It. You don't want them going into Saint Southampton and starting a game and then getting dragged off after fifteen minutes. Yeah. You need to know like that's not going to happen. I think that's the thing. If you can get half an hour, an hour, forty-five minutes in the legs, which five subs can give you. Yeah. You can be, if you really wanted to, you could plan your game plan to make three subs at half time. Yeah. No, when you've still got two for the second half, you could say Curtis, Jimmy, Nabby, you have forty-five. Hendo, you're, you're playing the second half. You know, just, it, yeah, it, right. it, it adds that flexibility. I think that's the thing. We've that, earned like, that right as well. Yeah, we've done we really well. Do you know what I mean? And usually th- you, you do those sorts of things for League Cup games, don't you? But we've progressed in that now and that's getting a little bit more serious now, that competition, where you're not going to see that Leicester game as a bit of a break now, are you? So we've earned the right to, to play around in these last two games and we should play around. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. also a massive believer of the fact of not the integrity of the game or throw it a game, but also we don't, win that game then Porto chances of going through means Atletico Madrid are and I'm fine with that <laughs> yeah no listen mate, at, the, at the end of the day I, I, I get the comment before about the integrity of the competition the, the integrity of the competition isn't my isn't Liverpool's problem I wonder how much Jürgen thinks about that I don't know I think I, I, I don't think he likes other people doing it but yeah. also with the shoes I did the foot fuck him yeah I think the plan and also I think the fact that you've got to reg- you can't just play the under 18s because you've got a registered squad yeah. you've got to literally pick enough players to play I suppose, and yet again, I think it's more he's in between. I thought, I remember, was it Porto a few years ago when we beat them 5-0 away and then we played them at home? Yeah, and he brought, like, and he, was nil-nils. And yeah, he brought yeah, Mo yeah, Salah yeah. on. I was like, whoa! Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he said it was to keep his rhythm up. Yeah. So, pardon me, if he thinks Mo Salah's a rhythm player, he might give him 20. Like, who knows? We'll see. We'll he see. always wants a goal, doesn't he? Man? He wants to top every chart. So. Yeah. He's a very, yeah, he's a very greasy man. In, in, in a very, I love it. In a very Driven great, man, is what I'd say. No, well, both. Either okay. or, so, yeah, whatever it is, what it is. Um, right, we're going to go and chat about Sadio Mane and his new contract, or lack of one, in a minute. Everyone's been discussing uh, Mo Salah and his contract, but Sadio Mane's in a very similar boat. And Neil Jones of Gold wrote a very good article that we're going to speak about in a minute. But first, you may have noticed, if you are watching the, the YouTube channel this way, we're all wearing our, our brand new Christmas sweatshirt. So I've got a clop on, Ross has got Felice Nabilad, and Jay's got the five goal wins, Mo Salah. Um, there's, there's very limited time to get your orders in before Christmas if you want guaranteed orders. So have a little watch of this and when you come back, we'll give you full information about how and when you need to get your orders done. I highly recommend you do so as well. Watch this. So there we go. They, they are the, the whole collection of the of the our Christmas sweatshirts, fantastically modelled by the very handsome 
poor mate. And I'm not just saying that because he's my boss and I'm sucking up to him a little bit. He is quite a handsome man in, in real life as well. So if you want to order one, guys, and get your orders in, here's the important information you need to know. International orders need to be in by midnight on the 24th, which our time recording is tomorrow. That's UK time. If you need, you need to be in by the 24th on midnight if you're international. If you're a UK-based viewer or listener, uh, December 10th, your order must be in before before then. Otherwise, you, you won't get it before Christmas. There's a very That's long time. all products, books, DVDs, yeah. mugs, bear mats. Anything anything from our merch shop. If you're looking to get someone a Christmas gift, I say to guarantee the Christmas deliveries, uh, you need to be ordered by the 24th if you're, if you're not in the UK. And if you are in the UK, the 10th of December. Uh, right, guys, let's move on then. Sadio Mane's contract. The most Salah contract has been hanging over our heads. I done a play rating Joe, and I literally was screaming down the lens to get Mo Salah's contract signed. To, on the off chance that anyone who remotely is connected to Liverpool was working, <laughs> in case Julian was watching. In case Julian, John, <laughs> Linda, Mike, any, any of them. What's the other one called? Who's who missed off there? Tom. 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 Good old Tom. But this, in the same situation is Sadio Mane's contract, and I'm going to bring up an article by Neil Jones here from um, from Gold. He says. There's an elephant in the room here. For months we've talked to one of them written about Mo Salah's contract and whether Liverpool will offer him a big money extension. And yet Mane is in pretty much the same position. He's 29 years old. He's about to enter the final 18 months of his deal. And he too would like to remain on Merseyside. And he too would like recognition for years of stellar service and a salary befitting one of the world's top players. Goes on to, you know, his agent's a bit less active on social media than sellers, and maybe that's why we're not getting talked about, etc., etc., etc. Here's the thing, Ross, we are all very much focused on the most solid contract, and rightly so, he's the best player in the world, we need to tie him down. But the other fella is on the exact same position. There's a few of them, isn't there? Isn't there? I know it's not the same player, but it Ox, Nabby, Bobby, Mane. There's a lot. All in the same same year expiring. But, uh, I mean, of those, the importance level is, you, yeah. you would consider this. Obviously, most sellers probably priority one, and... You'd guess Sadio Mane's one B. Like they're very, very. I think there's a debate for Bobby there, to be honest. Uh, yeah, potentially. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. Uh, like the age thing, Jay. And this is my question to you first, and it's a killer. I do apologise in advance. Mane's 29, about to turn 30 in April. Salah's 29, turns 30 in June. Like, can you tie two 30 year old players down? Can you commit the salaries that they're both going to want, the the length of contract they're both going to want? Can you do that with two eight? Well, I say 30 year old players. I'm granted, look at that. Put on my. Two top scorers in the Premier League right now are those two. Yeah. But the age thing, is that a worry at all? Can, or you, if you're an FSU, you just go, you know what, we have to do it. Yeah, I th- if it was me, you just have to do it. I think this day and age now, the way sports science is, players are playing longer. Yep. I don't think that over 30... Dead. It, it, do you know what I mean? It doesn't count anymore. I mean, I'm glad it doesn't, to be honest, as a 36-year-old man. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're all in our 30s. We'd be like, right, that's it, game over. But look at James Milner, look what he's doing. Yes, he's not on the same level of player. But look at what Zlatan's doing. Look at what Ronaldo's doing. You're playing a lot longer these days, and I yep. think these players can. And it's the fear of the unknown for me. You are going to command an amazing fee for either of those players if you sold them, 100%. From a personal level from them, where are they going to go? There's no one bigger than Liverpool right now. Where are you going to go and play, play better football? Have better chance of winning the bigger trophies. Where are you going to go? You're not going to Spain. You're not, you're not leaving. So they're sort of stuck in a rook now going, well, don't I don't want to play in France. I don't want to play in Spain. So I want to stay here. So give me the money. So for me, give them the money. Forget about Mbappe and Ireland and all that. Just stick to what we know. It works. These guys are fit as a fiddle. They'll play. The flip side, Ross, again, the age thing, who knows? Like FSG, we always used to think, oh, they're going to be smart with contracts. They're going to do this, this and this. They signed Jordan Henderson down, who's in his 30s, of a similar age, to a longer term deal. You look at Mohamed Salah, and I don't think at age 32, Mohamed Salah looks like he's going to be any less fit. 
or any less motivation to be Mohamed Salah. James Rice a reference. Look what Leo Messi's doing in his thirties. Look at Cristiano Ronaldo's doing. Even Alan Zlatan's another one, not as good, but yeah. they even there's players 35, 36, 37 who are playing consistent Premier League footy. Thiago Silva the other day was magnificent for Chelsea, and he can't move, mm. but he was still absolutely brilliant. Thirty-seven, I think he is. How, do we need? Like to reconsider, the Liverpool need to consider. You have to get these guys done, and and can you afford and should you tie both of these players down? I think you have to balance the business side of things with the numbers that they're and their output on on the team. Still, you know, money. I think he's second highest scorer in the Premier League currently, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So that thought suggests he's not really on the decline. I think the people's perception of Sadio Mane and what happened last season, they're quick to write him off. And I think a lot of people were writing him off in the first half against Arsenal. You know, and I know he gave the ball away, but you know, he's still impactful. Marry that with what's out there and what's it going to cost you and what's it going to spend. You know, obviously Harlan's knocking about his name that you mentioned there, but also seventy-five mil buyout clause. But what's his contract going to be? This talk he's going to be the first million-pound player plus the sign on fee plus his agent's a bit of a dick. You know, all these things that kind of come into it. It's not as easy as as we think. Sadio Mane, I think, I believe he might have been sold if COVID hadn't fucked everything. I think there was. I think of the three, I think. He, if the right offer came in and this still depends on probably next season signing his contract in if an offer comes in next summer and clubs have got the money back and someone puts in a yeah. reasonable offer maybe that's something that Liverpool will consider and it's probably the same for Bobby Firmino as well and kind of weigh up the two you've got to start planning for the future at yeah, some point yeah. haven't you got yeah. to, that's got to creep in your mind yeah, you can't that, just keep, keep going I know Carrie did that thing a couple, couple it was, was it last year when he was talking about Barcelona and them changing their front three kind of every so often it's, like, it's not what we probably want to do but also what's out there is what out there better than what you've got I guess sticking, sticking to what you know but at some point you do have to you have to change these things and consider what's best can you afford to give Mohamed Salah 300,000 pound a week and then give someone else you know, of, of similar or, or or just less. You know, you got you got to plan for all these I things. Suppose, so, I suppose on that though, the flip side of that is, like, who we've got we've got one Jotters that a succession to somebody, mm. somebody Jotters there he is in. So if you sell your the the if you sell either one or both or let one or both go, the flip side is you are bringing someone in. You know, you're not going to get someone as good. I don't. It's very very. Who are you going to get? You're relying on trying to find two more Diogo Jotters. You were on less money and coming and have a big impact, and that's Jared Bowen. <laughs> that, that's hard to do yeah, because for right. every for every Jota, you might get a Tacky. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and again, I'm not disparaging Tacky. You know, well, I am a little bit, but yeah, yeah, he hasn't exactly come in and set the world uh, alight. Yeah, exactly. He, he might he might still come good, but eighteen months in or whatever, two years in, nearly and nothing. Yeah. So so that's the that's the risk, isn't it, Jay? And that and, and the the point he actually going to move onto it, and it was. An, uh, Another Ross, I think, or Jerry says, um, look how fit they are, hardly any injuries, uh, all the nous experience and hunger. FSG need to break the mould to back them. And then Be- I think it's Bejan, apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong, he says, um, you have to keep them because replacing them will cost you way more than the full value of their contract extension. So a transfer fee and a salary for this new guy. And I hope that the if you get seventy five percent of the play, you've done all right. There's so many gambles there where the obvious, the obvious no risk players. Keep them. See if you can keep them till the 33, 34. Hope that they don't decline. And if they do decline in that last year, so what? Like you've got, you've probably still got two, like three good years out of them before yeah. you before they're on the wind down. I suppose that's the, 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 the that's me not a business thinking. That's me Liverpool support and Steve thinking. Yeah, exactly. But like we said, you've got to start thinking about the future at one point. So yeah, I'm sat here going tie them both down because I want both of them to stay. But also in mind, I'm thinking. Well, I'm still going to be supporting Liverpool in the next ten years. Who's who's the next player in that front three? And I'm thinking, right. So Jude Bellingham is available and all that, but again, he's going to command the fee and all. I just think I'm glad it's not my job to sort this crap out. I really am. But I'm just glad I just enjoy the footy. 
But there is going to come to a point, whether it's the end of this season, where you've got to think, what do we do? Yeah. But right now, as I'm sat here, where I don't, the unknown is the unknown. I want them both tied down because they're so vital to our team. Um, I agree, but and so, to that point, which was similar to one that I made before, in buying someone else normally means that you get someone who's younger and you've got longevity in that. So you're talking about a transfer fee and whatever else they, they command, but what, what's that over 10 years? Yeah, good point, I mean? yeah. stuff like with yeah. the Haaland stuff, you know, Man City probably have chipped off Harry Kane now. What's the point spending 100 million pounds and we can't score unless it's Albania or San Marino or we can get Haaland for, for less money? Okay, the wages might be through the roof. They can they can afford it, but we're going to have Haaland for, for 10 years yeah, or Harry Kane yeah. with his ankles to go and spend... Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah, so it's cross talk about replacements. Um, Adeyemi or Saar would be good replacements. And that's the level of play you're looking at, Jay. Both very good young players, but they are good young players. You're buying a lad from Salzburg mm. and a lad from Watford to replace Sadio. Dennis from Watford's pretty good. He's a very good player as well. Like but, but to replace Mozart and Sadio Mane, it just feels like, a bit, again, it's a gamble. Like, Liverpool aren't going to be better for that. No. They might, they might have more money in the pockets but they're not going to be a better football team. And that's the balance, isn't it, between the business yeah. side and, and the... It's rolling the dice and landing yeah. on goal back two spaces because you, that's what you'll think. And that's yep. no disrespect to them players. It's just where we've gone in 10 years to where we are now at a level of like consistently one of the best teams in the world for the last four or five years, you're going to lose that. And that's something I shit myself and I don't want to go back to those darker times can you, where can it's you, a risk. Can yeah. you envisage a scenario, Ross, where it's going to be one or the other? Because I hope I'm wrong, and I hope Liverpool and FSG don't do this. Because these are these are two of the Liverpool's greatest players, and I mean that like we're doing a top 20, top fifty Premier League players, for example. And I'm pretty certain that both of these two lads are going to be in the top 15, 20 lads. And we'll find out uh, 24th and 25th of December. I think that two always going out, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be very high. These are Liverpool modern day legends. If you're having to pick and choose. Listen, I think we'd all agree most Salah would have to win, and that's no disrespect to Sadio, but yeah. I don't want to pick and choose. It can't. It has. To, I, I just don't understand. It has. You have to get done, and I get the age thing, but and with the own, I think the owners have to change it personally. Like they have to get them these contracts done. Yeah. yeah, but they've done that with with Jordan Henderson, but then didn't do it with Genie Ronaldo. Maybe that was a case of one or the other. I know Klopp put his foot down with Jordan Henderson, and maybe he attempted to do that with, with Genie Ronaldo as well. And again, it depends what Klopp wants. It yeah. ties in with the, with the sports science stuff. What Jay was saying before, if they believe they can get another three to four years out of Sadi Mane, then sound. But I just think the business side, rightly or wrongly, and again, it's it's not our problem, and maybe it's a criticism of, of the owners. But I also kind of understand it, and I don't know why they've done it with Jordan Henderson because of his injury record. Why give someone a massive contract at that age you get, but also you're running the risk? And I know every contract and every every transfer is a gamble. What's to say Saturday Manning doesn't just completely decline in two years' time? You tied him down to, you know, like we did with Adam Lallana. Like that was that was that was a bit daft. It can't be. But the flip side is then, that, and that's that's the that's the gamble. That's what yeah, we're talking yeah. about. Is that. What if he doesn't? But that can happen with a new signing. You can buy a new signing. You can get. get I was about to say, like, you, know, yeah, yeah. you could bring someone in and he could just be absolutely. He could be injured all the time. And again, it could be. I'm getting uh, Aquilani memories again now. Do you know well, what I mean? I, I, again, as someone, someone referenced before, like, you know, it was in, maybe it was a bit harsh on Taki Minamino. I wasn't saying Taki's not great. He might not have been. But we're two years into the Taki experience and he hasn't played. So, yeah, you can. Scored at the weekend. No, what? No, but that. Banging? Well, no, no, I know what you mean. But that, no, my, my point is. Like it's a, it is a gamble. Yeah. Like you don't know what you, you're not. That's a low risk gamble. Seven yeah, million. Seven million. that's the thing. It's seven million. Gambles, you can't replace Mo Salah. Imagine if you, if, there was, if you sell Mo Salah for hundred million plus and then replace them with a ten million kid from Suarez, Ricky Lambert. That, you know what I mean? That's not a disrespect to Ricky Lambert, but it's that's not, what happened, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was Andy Carroll, wasn't it? 
No, when we sold Suarez. Oh, sorry, yeah. Language. Torres was Carroll. Yeah. Suarez was Balotelli. Suarez was, was Torres, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they transfer gambles there. Yeah, it's, it's horrible, isn't it? But that's, that's a perfect example of 13-14, Suarez, Sturridge, Sterling, great forward line, and then the following year, it's Ricky Lambert, Sturridge is injured. It was horrible. Mm. And you, we went backwards, and you didn't think we would. We thought we were going to make that next step. And I, I just don't want to do that again. I back but, I back our recruitment team to to not do that again because yeah. I think they've learned and obviously the early stages of the ownership as well that's true. of doing that. And I think they they held back a lot because they were spending big fees on crap players. Whereas now I don't think we do that. I know we've got analysts in Michael Edwards and Julian Ward obviously in the mould there now, and with Mike Gordon and everybody else who's who's part of that that setup and that team. I back us to to have at least done some research into players or, you know, just kind of dipped in the toes of like, oh, who's available, you know, what, what do you think? I know we, we had a little thing with Saar a season or two ago and against a lot of stuff has been completely wrecked by COVID, not being able to shift players. Can you shift Eric Origi? Does that buy you some money that you can give out to wages and, and all that stuff and sort your structure out? It's, you know, there's a lot of variables to, to consider, isn't there? It's not just giving his money yeah. and it's fucking done. I suppose the flip side is, Jay, in, in a, a pie-in-the-sky world, we'd all accept that if it was right, we're going to let Sadio leave, but here's Erlen Haaland. Or is Kylian Mbappe? Like, I, I mean, like, you know what? But we love Sadio, but yeah. 29, 30 you know, and we're, we're replacing him with the next big thing. Yeah. And that's what the talk is. There's some talk on the chat, there's some talk on Harland, Harland, Harland. I get it. I just never see Liverpool dropping that amount. Like, that, that type of salary, I mean, maybe they should, because you, you get, you're getting world class footballers yeah. and you're going to have them for five years and they're, gonna, they're all more than likely going to be absolute worldies, both of them are. Yeah. They're already two of the best forwards in the world, if not the two best. Maybe that's something that Klopp needs to say because, if, I mean, assuming we're going to keep these players past Klopp's era, you know, the, tw- the whole 2024 thing, it's it's a case of, right, if if you could give us that scenario, stay and say, right, well, when they leave, we're going to bring in one of the greatest players in the world. You're going to accept it. You'll say, yes, sound. But maybe that's what our owners need to do is just break the mould and go, do you know what? We've built this club now to a level of where they are they can dominate world and European football. Let's just really put um, yeah, exactly, and just go. There you go. There's the world class player you and, wanted. And those two, it's a it's a unique situation because Kylian Mbappe's free. And listen, he's got. We think he's going to Real Madrid. Erlen Haaland. Oh, they got money, by the way. I thought they were fucking skint. They find ways. Yeah. Find, the, the government love um, uh, the king. Down, down, the, Madrid, the, yeah. down the side of Florentino's culture, and then. <laughs> It's a big coach. It is a big <laughs> plenty of coaches in his gaff. And then also Dortmund have got the situation with Haaland where it's a release clause. That's a fee. Yeah. Yeah. So But yeah. Mane will still command a fee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, you, you so. could sell Mane for more than Haaland's going to cost just in terms of transfer fee. Maybe Mane goes to Dortmund. Do a little swap. Just do a little swap. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. The we'll, get, we'll get Jude Bellingham. Then you sign Bobby to a new contract and then put Bobby in the eight. I mean, absolutely. There's a. Th- it's an interesting scenario. We were with Julian Ward. I've got, I've got it nailed. But it is weird, though, to, to wrap up. We haven't spoken about Manny. It's all been Salah. Yeah. And that's, this is the point that Neil was making. And um, we've got Neil Jones coming in on Thursday for our JNO Insights Extra show, streaming on Redman Plus. He's here each and every Thursday to discuss the biggest topics around Liverpool. And he'll be in this Thursday with Paul. And I'm sure Paul will ask for more information on where this is coming from and why he's decided to write it at this time. Because I don't think it's ever just coincidence. Mm. There's usually reasons why journalists put this kind of stuff out there, Ross. But it has, just, it has been the most Salah show for the last six months. Because he's the best player in the world. No, and I get it, but there's been no mention of Sadio. Like, I'll be honest, I wasn't even sure his contract was up. I didn't even know this. Yeah. And it's my job, I should have known that, so more fool me. But it, it looks like maybe we maybe took our eye off the wall. Liverpool probably haven't. Do you think... This, do, you, no, but do you think? <laughs> do you think that this is tying into the Salah thing? Like, we know we've got to pay both of them. What do we pay one compared to the other? Do we have to pay them the same? Is man, if, if, you, if you give Salah X wank, does that mean you've got to give Mane Y wank? Do you think... 
within the halls of Julian Ward slash Michael Edwards' office now. I don't even if they're sharing the room or whatever. <laughs> Do you think that's a, that's the conversation that's happening? Like, well, if we go if we give Mo that contract on that, what does that mean? We have to give Sadio. Do you think they are intertwined? No, no, don't. I think it, I think that was a big question for me to, for you to just say no. No, because it, because and uh, well, no, and it shouldn't be. You know, it's it, you don't uh, you know give contracts out to people that, that work for you based on what someone else is getting. There, you know, it's on, it's on performance potential again, output and numbers. There's a reason why Mo Salah's been talked about, and you know, said he is the best player in world football. Look at his numbers that he's put. His 18 goal contributions in, in the league in, in, in 12 games. His potential, the way that he's playing, the way that he's adapted his game, I think is phenomenal. And that's not a discredit to Sadio Mane because, as I said before, the people that said he was done last season, I don't think he was. He's played a hell of a lot of football. I think he just needs to adapt his game a little bit more because he, he loves that stop and go. But I think that's hard when there's two banks of four behind him. He can't play his natural game. He has really good spells. He's frustrating to watch, but he's been frustrating to watch since he got here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's Sadio Mane's game, you know, as, as much as we hate it. He has improved, and again, his numbers this season have, have, been, have been really good. So... I don't think they should, I don't think he should be tied in together. I don't think Sadio Mane should be asking for the same amount as as Mohamed Salah, and that's not a discredit to Sadio Mane. And you know, and, and all the stuff with Mohamed Salah as well, of all the other stuff that you know that, that, that comes with being a world superstar. Do you know what I mean, He's, and what that brings you? Do you know what I mean, as much as we don't think about it, I think the the business owners do. I'm not saying don't give someone a don't don't give someone a contract just because they're a big star. Give him a contract because he's the best player in the world and because he's a big star. Whereas Sadio Mane, I still think he deserves a new contract, but I wouldn't be giving him the same as, as Mohamed Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Liverpool play all that one out there. Give him the same contract, actually, and say, yes, have a goal bonus. Both uh, the exact same though, lads. Yeah, we, group package two for one. We'll, <laughs> yeah. We've got, basically, lads, we've got, is, we've got a million a week or uh, three, three quarters of a million a week. Use the side eye, you split it yeah. between you and just see how they, maybe a, a bit of a fight. 50 grand the goal. There you go. <laughs> Probably not more than that. I'm guessing not more than that now. Anyway, but uh, we leave that one there, lads. Again, thanks very much for watching. Fact, guys, first of all, thanks very much for joining me. Should say. Uh, thanks everyone at home for watching and for listening. Like I say, for those who are watching it on the YouTube channel, um, Porto game on Wednesday, we've got our live watch along, which goes live about 15 minutes before kickoff. An hour before that, we are live with our team news reaction. Hour and a quarter. Champions League. Champions League, yeah, kick-off time's weird. Basically, when the, when the team is announced, we'll go live um, <laughs> to react to it. And um, to, what we're hoping is a very youthful-looking Liverpool side. Like I say, if you are interested in more of this type of content and the content we create, um, please do consider checking out our streaming service, Redmen Plus. Go over to the website now, enter the code Redmen Plus in all capitals, and you'll get a free month. Won't cost you a penny. Have a little look around, play with it. Go back and watch the Hendo 10 documentaries and everything we do. I'm sure you'll really enjoy it, and it won't cost you a penny. Why not even give it a go? You've got one week before that code Spires, by the way, so get that in there. Ross, Jay, pleasure, and everyone, we'll see you all next time tomorrow. Talk to you later. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.